Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. Hello and welcome to Trail Mix at Gaze at the National Parks. I'm Mike. And I'm Dusty. Trail Mix is the short format episodes of our podcast here at Gaze at the National Parks. Our long format episodes explore one hiking trail in one national park, one park at a time. Trail Mix allows us to go deeper and explore things we didn't get to cover in our long format episodes. Today's Trail Mix is all about camping gear, what we love, what we use, and what we leave behind. Let's talk about camping. Great. Let's do it. I mean, I'm here for it. I did not realize how much I would love camping. And I absolutely love camping. No, I believe beforehand it was like, ah, no, <laughs> the walls were up for you with camping Um, for a lot of reasons. I, I feel think like. there's, you know, I've had some past experiences mm-hmm. that have not been yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. Um. I have discovered camping is definitely depends entirely on the people that you're with. Right. If you're with great folks, you're going to have a great time. Right. He doesn't, he never camps with me. So he enjoys it (laughs) (laughs) is what he's saying. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, (laughs) every time I've camped with Mike, it's been awful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's what I'm saying over here. Exactly. We started camping back. Well, I mean, I did panic by a tent. Uh, you know, start a pandemic. Start a pandemic. Well, which was for our at new this life. Point about a year ago. For our new life that we were starting on right. the road. <laughs> we're like, I guess yep. we'll just go on the road, and like, yep. but who knows, right? Well, I think we also were like, you know, we didn't know what the pandemic was at the time, and I think we had like, oh, well, if we're both going to be working remotely, we could go anywhere, and yeah. those dreams quickly dissolved. Oh, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that was back before anyone knew anything right. about anything. Right. So because we bought the tent, it was like, well, gotta use it. We now. gotta use it now. You're like your Capricorn was like, I bought this thing. I know. I know. <laughs> I did. I set it up in my living room, and it was enormous. It the was. Tent, well, the tent we bought is it's ten feet by ten feet. Right. Which is great for six feet tall people. You know Which what I we mean? Are. Which we are. We both clear that mark. Yeah, you can actually like stand all the way up in it. But it's yeah. like, it's a square and it's nothing like terribly fancy by any means, Mm-mm. but it was what was still on the shelf, frankly. Right. And listen, so. for a six person tent, it could probably comfortably sleep three and 
okay sleep four, but right. beyond that, unless you're very tiny people, like under the six foot mark, right, I just don't right. know how you would Tetris yourselves into the tent. It would be just It'd be real tight. It would be real tight. Right. I don't know how. No. We started camping last summer and yeah. we got to do it at least a few times, I'd three, three different or four times. occasions. Mm-hmm. But each time sometimes involved multiple campsites. That's true. Yes. Um, So yeah, so we got a nice like lay of the land. We were supposed to also, um, we were supposed to backpack. And that, unfortunately, that that trip also dissolved in front of our eyes because the weather was not great. Um, But that's okay. That'll be another time It will be. Yes. Uh, But today's trail mix is all about the camping gear. Right. And we're going to play Love It or Leave It with some camping gear. Right. If you've listened to our podcast before, we've done a Love It or Leave It episode with hiking gear. And here is the companion episode now. All about camping gear. Mm-hmm. We have some categories. And we we're going to go through. The category is. The category is <laughs> up first to the stage, sleeping. Mm-hmm. Sleeping. Okay. So let's start with the tent. Great. It's interesting because you did basically all of the tent purchasing because we have two tents now. Our tent is a Coleman tent. I have no problems with it. It's funny. I mentioned someone asked, oh, what kind of tent do you use? And I said, a Coleman. And she was like, Coleman? It was very like back rolls energy. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I was like, it's fine. It does the job. The smaller tent we got, the two person for our backpacking trip, which we may have to like reevaluate. That was also a Coleman. It's I also a Coleman, yeah. Um, the reason I say that reevaluation because the tent we got for the backpacking trip is remains circular and it cannot be folded down to like fit into a bag or to be like packed on no, a pack easily. It's sort of like two and a half feet wide, right? In it diameter so we could strap it to our bags for sure if it was a windy day it would really act like a sail so again things we haven't tried yet because we haven't taken that backpacking trip but our big coleman tent is great it folds into a bag with everything we need in it and we love it and we love it it has like an over tarp like a canopy like a canopy that goes over it that came with it that is absolutely necessary regarding rain we've been in it in the rain and it's totally waterproof Right. And I would say that I know some people would prefer, especially the type of camping that you're doing, to potentially have like some tents have like a little vestibule that is zippered before you get into the main part of the tent. So like if you're hiking in not desirable conditions or if it's snowy, that's probably great to have so that you can put your wet boots there. A tiny little baby mud room. Yeah, a little baby mud room. Yeah. Little baby mud room. Yeah. Yep. So there we go. So tents, need them, love yep. them. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to extra tent spikes. Yeah, I think this is a good thing to have. Yeah, um, love them. I bought some because I didn't know that they were going to be in the tent already. Uh-huh. We got some with the tent, yeah. and then I bought some extras, and I was actually really glad I bought right. extra. And I do feel like... It's important because they do bend pretty easily. And depending on where you're setting up tent, like some pads that we've been on are harder gravel. And sometimes you can kind of like push something in with your hand. This is something that we can add. A mallet would be great to bring along. That's a love it thing. Oh, yeah. We haven't had that on all our trips. If we've been on like sort of a gravelly pad, that's become a little bit of an issue. So a mallet and extra tent spikes are a definite love it. That's right. And also tent spikes are cheap. So yeah. Great. A tarp. Tarp is a necessity. Love it. A necessity. 
Love um, it. You it gotta goes love it. underneath that mm-hmm. tent so that um, as a barrier between the tent and the earth, mm-hmm. even when the bottom part of the tent is, is made of tarp, mm-hmm. yeah. which is our big tent is. Um, and it acts as a moisture barrier. You just have to make sure that it's essentially the same size as the bottom, because if it's any smaller than the bottom of your tent could get wet. And if it's any bigger then any rainwater could rain onto the tarp and then get under your tent. So That's it is right. a little bit of a precarious situation, but definitely something to have for sure. Let's talk sleeping bags. Love it. Yes. Love it. And, and depending it. on your, your camping and the time of year, you may have multiple bags. Yeah. Like we both now have at least two bags. Yeah. Yeah. We have like a 40 degree, 40 degree, and then like a zero, zero degree. degree bag. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's really, really helpful. We used our 40 degree bag in, in the, the summer, summer. Um, which was great and worked out really well. It was. Um, our friend who camps a lot told us he was like, even on the hottest of days in the middle of the night, it can still get freezing cold yes. no matter where yeah. you are. Yeah. So that was good to have. Um, one thing I will say that goes along with sleeping bags is pillows. And um, just do yourself a favor. You know how you sleep. You know, some of us are in our 30s, approaching 40, and our backs aren't, <laughs> you know, the best. <laughs> if you don't have a good pillow, so. The pillows that we originally got were, I think, were like field and stream, like camping pillows. These tiny little camping pillows. They're like pillows. silk, and they were bullshit. They were not enough. No. So we ended up having to get more. Sometimes people, pillow. Sometimes people bring pillows from home. True. I mean, the idea of camping is not to buy a, ton buy a whole bunch of other yeah. stuff to just sort of plant yourself somewhere else with fabulous things. It's sort of about like using what you have at right. best. And so like, if you want to bring a pillow from home, that's totally great. Um, the little travel pillows we got are great though. Yeah. And they're very we comfortable. Like Walmart mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Yes. So I recommend like set yourself up for a good pillow and the other pillows just leave them. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's talk about what your sleeping bag is on. I've seen some people use like a proper air mattress. Right. Like as in, you know, like an inflatable air bed. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done this. We leave those. We leave those behind. Remember we saw the one group of people that oh, literally brought mattresses. They brought mattresses. First of all, their tent was enormous. Yeah. And then in the back of this truck, they just literally brought like twin, twin mattresses. size mattresses. Yeah. Was like that was intense. Very intense. Um, so, yeah, I don't think like an air mat. I mean, some people. Some people need some people that and need want that. it and that's yeah. fine. Brian and T- our that. friends Brian and Tino had they an air mattress. Yeah. Yes. But I would say that we leave that because we settle for sleeping pads. Inflatable which, sleeping inflatable. pads. Which are great and we love them mm-hmm. and they fold out to be really, really small. Mm-hmm. And like those could come with us in a backpacking trip. Yes. So I would say over a regular sleeping pad, which is potentially rolled up and adding more weight to your bag i would say an inflatable would be the thing to love and Mm -hmm. the roll would be the thing to leave that's just my humble opinion what about a sleeping cot a cot i think is good maybe if you're just obviously car camping and not backpack camping like i have a friend that loves he has a king to cot and he loves that like that's right. he would just sleep on that sometimes at home I guess too or he would set people up if they were staying over and they didn't have enough beds great so can't speak to it because I've never slept in it yeah we haven't included yeah. that yet so no cots for no us no cots for us Mm-mm. what about a fan we've hiked in or we've camped mostly in the summertime and we I think have lucked out also the areas we picked were kind of higher elevations so it wasn't as hot and humid at night 
I could see though, if you're going to be doing some camping where you know it's going to be hot and you know you have access to electricity, a fan might be a nice thing to have. It just depends. I wouldn't say like on the normal, we, we in all the camping trips that we've done, we haven't needed one. We haven't brought one. Yeah, we've, we've left them fine. behind. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been summer camping. Yeah. We've done almost entirely summer camping yeah. at this point in yeah. time. And so, yeah, we've left the fan behind. Yeah. So no fan. But no again, fan. that... that couple that had the mattresses had like I feel like they had an air conditioning unit and a fan with them too right they brought everything from home so that brings us to when we're talking about a sleeping pad it's an air pump love it I love it love it you gotta have it gotta have it we were working with an air pump that plugged in right which you gotta have power for that right but then we got an air pump that charges in the car Mm -hmm. and so you don't even have to replace batteries right and along with that since we're talking about electricity right now we probably should mention extension cords and that's a depending like that's a depending love it or leave it if you know you're gonna have electric electric hookup have an extension cord. great love it but otherwise leave it leave it yep yeah the less you have to bring with you the better right a sewing kit to fix the tent um I mean, we've left this behind. We don't, I don't have know. this. I think this is a leave it. I mean, it's probably a bad idea to leave it. Probably. It's probably a good idea to have it. We just we haven't. We like, had our pillows bust and a sleeping bag bust on us, and we just darned them when we got back. You darned. Know, like Betsy Ross making her flag. Sure. Yep. Um, so I think it's a leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, what about sleeping bag liners? Well, we just got some of these yes. thanks to you because you were That's so right. kind and gifted them to the both of us for the holidays. And right. um, so we're going to try them out. Yeah, I think it's better because we're going to say potential love it right Potential now. love it. Because then you don't have to wash your sleeping bag. That's right. And it also adds a little bit of warmth in your bag too, especially if you're camping in like cooler temperatures. So we're going to say a potential love it, but most likely a definite love yeah. it. What about hammocks? So we things both have we hammocks. both have things we've both brought. We both bought hammocks. I have never set up my. I hammock. have not either. Neither, not a had, single time. We have uh, had other opportunities to sit our keisters elsewhere, and I just feel like campsites, depending on the site you're at, you might not have the trees or the tree width that you yep. need to set up that hammock. Would I love to set it up at my yard and just you know? enjoy the summer breeze sometime in the afternoon? Sure. Sure. Do I need to bring it with me? I don't think I do. They're so small though. So it's yeah. like, it's not hard to take them along to in yeah. case you want. Like it's easy to put them in a hiking bag too. If you like are hiking somewhere and you're like, oh, I want to throw up a hammock here. Right. And take a nap. So potential bit. love it. Just haven't used it. I'm going to say leave it from, for me. For you. Yeah. Great. Um, Earplugs. So for me, sometimes sleeping at night can be difficult because of noise. And so um, I think this is also just like PTSD from like hostile sleeping, not like um, people were <laughs> out to get me, people but like were hostile toward you. sleeping in hostels when I was like, when I did some backpacking in my 20s. I think this is sort of like a holdover. I usually have earplugs with me in my like toiletries, but I don't often use them. But I would say if you are someone that is a light sleeper, especially with the sounds of nature and you can't sleep with that, then I would say love that. But for me, it's sort of like a leave it at this it's point. It's a leave it for me. Yeah. I haven't brought them with me. Well, you sleep, you know, you could, like you said, like lie down at a construction site and fall asleep in Absolutely. like two seconds. Without you know? a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
The category is relaxing. Relaxing, which right. is a little different from sleeping. Right. So um, up first is camp chairs. Um, Love, love it. it. Now, not every campsite right. has a place to sit. No. And this was a tip from our friend who yes. was like, bring camping chairs with you. So we also have camp. I think we're going to just talk about stools too, because we did a thing when we were going to be doing this backpacking trip. We bought some stools. You bought some collapsible stools, which are great. They fold down really nicely. They're very light. I would say, depending on your planning, the chairs probably would be left, like as a le- like a leave it, and the stools would be more of the love it. If you're and doing this, backpacking. But I also think for space purposes, like if you're running low on space, like bring the stools instead of the chairs. Like the chairs fold down. M- most camping chairs do. But like the stools are really compact. Yeah. So I think it just depends on you. And it also depends on if you want back support. Right. Right. In the chair. Right. But what about board that? games? Love it. You got to have something to do. Like, oh, well, board games. Yeah, like, that's sorry. what I mean. Part, like no. proper board games. No. Leave it. Leave it. Nobody I needs shoots and ladders or Monopoly or like, on a campsite. Or like anything with like tiny pieces yeah. that come about everywhere. I brought a thousand piece puzzle for us to do at this campsite. <laughs> right. Right. No. No. Um, no, sorry. So that's a leave it. But cards and card Love games. It. And Love like anything it. that like, you know, can be dealt out. Anything um, that's small and compact. Right. So like some card games that we love. I mean, just having a deck of cards is great. But we also really enjoy the game Farkle, which if you've never played Farkle before, it's a dice game. And that's a lot of fun. That's fun. And Phase 10 is great. Rook is also good. You yeah. need four people for that. You, though. Yeah. Y- yes. There's a way to do it with two, but it's better with four. Yeah, just general cards and are great. Canasta. Yeah, we but play that's general canasta, cards. But that's general cards. Right. Those are we were talking about games we like. Mm-hmm. So. so, and what about a book? Um, I always bring a book. Love it. And always. I also usually bring like crossword puzzles yes. for the nighttime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not too many books can get no. heavy. Yeah, it's true. We also have trivia with us usually. But always that stays trivia in the car. books. Yeah. Car, car stuff. The category is food. Great. I mean, we got to eat. Girls got to eat. So freeze dried food. Love it. Yep. Love it. We eat this for dinner all the time. We do. It's easiest, I think, to kind of do this. Um, it's very compact. It means that you don't have to worry about an ice situation. Usually the way it works is like you open a bag, you pour in some boiling water that you've heated up take somehow. Take the silicon package out. Take the silicon package out and then you like seal the bag up and you let it sit there for 20 minutes and then you have dinner ready to go. Right. Ta-da. Ta-da. So yeah, definitely um, freeze-dried food is a love it. A rocket stove a and love, propane. Love it. Yes. Not it. totally necessary if you are able to build a fire, but for example, if it's rainy or wet or damp and you can't build a fire, a rocket stove with propane is going to be able to get things hot for you. Right. And also it's going to depend on your camping uh, cookware. So you might not want to deal with like having sturdier cookware that's going to hold up that would hold up over a fire like a cast iron. You might want to have something lighter that you could put on the rocket stove if you were going to do more intense cooking. Right. What about um, a kettle? Love it. Yeah. Need it. You need it for heating your water for anything you're going to do with, you know, any sort of like coffee freeze-dried dinners we get like oatmeal packages which is breakfast often so like the kettle is important to heat our water for sure okay what about a pot it depends we, we have, have a we pot. have a pot that like the camp that the camping comes with set us. yeah that we have is great because everything is like compact and like every spot 
is used. It's the pot holds our bowls, holds our cups, holds our utensils, holds the rocket stove top. Holds our secrets. Oh, yeah. So full right. of them. <laughs> so full of but them. But we haven't really used the pot. I guess if we you have didn't not used want the pot to buy a kettle, if you didn't want to buy a kettle, I think the pot would be the, the thing to have. And then that's like one less thing that you have that you're toting around. As long as the pot had a spout of some sort. Ours doesn't. No. So I'd imagine pouring would just be sloppy and hot. Well, kind of like you us. would also need like, you know, some <laughs> <missed> that joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it. I heard you. You'd have to use a towel or something to hold that pot. Right. You know? Yes. Because... Maybe there's a way to repurpose your a towel from some other part of right. your packing. Right. So we're going to say leave it, but for us, it sort of just comes we, yeah. part and parcel. Now, there's a lot of types of these, which is a grill. A grill, we've never used one, no, but they do have like, it. they do have similar to a rocket stove. You can get the small thing of propane and hook it up. It's got two burners. It just depends. And a lot of what we're talking about, you have to remember, we're not talking about from the backpack perspective, although we're trying to throw that in here and there as far as like what would seem practical. This is mostly from like leisure or car camping like sort of thing. Yeah, you would just have a rocket stove and your kettle and, you know, other utensils if you're backpacking. Right, right, right. Um, But yeah, I don't think... I think everything we've done has been perfect without it. And if we've cooked across a fire, which we have before too, we haven't needed a grill. No. You can make it work otherwise. What about a cast iron skillet? Wait, I just think no. But we have brought, like, I've brought a skillet before, like, when we camped that one time when we, you know, when our friends brought an ice chest with stuff. Yeah. We did make eggs in the morning one morning. So the skillet was helpful to have. Yeah. Again, a lot of camping just depends on what your goals are for that trip. We don't need it, but no. we have brought it before. It's typically a leave it for us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what about bowls, plates, and crops or thermoses? I think we can throw those all together. Oh, sure. Okay. So bowls, I mean, we plates, we have, honestly, it's like we had bowls, so we didn't really use plates. I don't think you need a plate. And so we, we leave plates. Yeah. Uh, bowls came, we have two that came in the camping thing. Mm-hmm all of the cookware stuff yep. and we have you we use those all, all the time, the time. Every we use meal. it in the morning we use it in the evening we put everything in there mm-hmm. and then we just wash it mm-hmm. out even our secrets yes yep. and then thermoses let's talk about thermoses and water bottles mm-hmm. at the same time i love both of these because yes. we both drink coffee and mm-hmm. so the thermos is for the coffee yep and then you could repurpose it as a water bottle but i found like We'll often camp and then hike during the day. And so the water bladder is something I have in my backpack mm-hmm. that I use on the trail. Yes. A water bottle. I have dedicated a water bottle to the camp stuff. Or the car. For camp and car. Mm-hmm. That just sort of like is like that's the the vessel by which I drink things when I'm just hanging around camp. Right. And um, that's what I can put the crystal light on if right, I wanted to right. do some squirtables. Right. Yes. I think those are both love And I think, like Dusty was saying, you could repurpose your coffee thermos. But getting coffee taste out of like a thermos when you're like not at home, I feel like just doesn't happen. So you're going to end up tasting coffee water all day. You know what I mean? Like you could use your thermos, rinse it out, clean it, and then use it as a water bottle. But I do feel like unless you're okay with that sort of coffee taste, which I feel like sometimes is hard to come out of plastic. So maybe just dedicate one thing to the coffee. Yeah. One to the coffee cause. Yeah. Which... um, What did we call mine? We got it. I got that one. The one I used for coffee, I got from our friends, David and Jacqueline. 
and it's mm. we call it the oh the lava cup. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of it, but that it literally stays like a thousand degrees right. all day long. Right. Yeah. Also, make sure to not put your thermos on top of the car and then drive away because that's problematic for your thermos. That. So I <laughs> lost a Yeti cup that way. <laughs> Replaced the Yeti cup and then did it again, but noticed it right away. Right away, and like. Yeah. Fixed it. But we had driven down the street to the CVS and it had stayed up there the whole time. Yep. I know. Let's talk about utensils. You need them. Oh, love them. Need them. Yeah. We have these, like, they came... Sporks. They're sporks that fold down that came in the in the cookware gear. Yeah. And so we've used those over and over Let's again. talk about um, 16-inch metal spoons. Okay, let's do. <laughs> so... They make a lot of 16-inch, like, titanium. Or they're not 16 inches. They're, like, maybe, like... I think they're 16 inches. I don't think so. They're shorter than that. Okay. But they are... Um, long spoons. Long metal spoons. And they're made of titanium. And that's because they're really lightweight. Mm-hmm. So you can use them for, like, mixing stuff, for, like, eating whatever. For, it doesn't matter. You were like, we need these spoons. And I was like, absolutely not. Well, that's because down. you were like, we leave bas- it. <laughs> <laughs> we basically have them right. in our camp gear, which that is the entire point right. to purchase. Those would have been superfluous. We've still used the plastic ones right. and we'll use them until those just like totally die. And then we'll get the titanium. Right. Ones. Exactly. Um, let's talk about something to hold ice. Uh, like, so yeah, either an ice chest or an ice mule, which is like an ice backpack. Yeah. I have an ice mule. The mule, I think, is a love it. I love it, because and I we use like it to drink. <laughs> I use it all the time, like right. going to the beach. Like I'll pack food and stuff in there, and that the ice it stays ice all day in that ice. And mule. even like, I mean, we've I feel like it stayed for quite some time. Like yeah. even like over a day. Oh yeah. Um, it's just ends up being cold water in the end, but it's still cold. I it's mean, still cold. Like we we would put um beer we would <laughs> we would put beer in the ice mule and then we had all of our other food like we didn't have to keep anything else no, cold no. essentially but if you're doing like a like you're really getting zhuzhy with your traveling and maybe you're like in a cabin or something like that that doesn't have a fridge then i can understand why you would bring an ice chest and why it would be like a love it sort oh, of oh sure yeah. yeah we haven't brought an ice chest mm-hmm. we leave that no. but we do bring the ice mm-hmm. mule metal rods for s'mores Love, love it yeah i mean you could put it on a stick but you gotta you find could put it on the stick but if you're like me and you're like i don't want to put this marshmallow on a stick mm-hmm. i'm gonna put it on the metal stick right so that's that was something too. i bought for us at our first campsite because yes. they had a little camp yes. store yes so i was like i'm just gonna get these and yes. then they've lived in there forever mm-hmm. and let's talk about lastly, also ingredients for s'mores well, yeah. but that's like that's a love it for us yeah. yeah um let's talk about our last thing here and that's the camp sink yes that is a love that love was like uh should we buy this and i was like i think it's a good idea and it has served us well because it and allows us a collapsible camp sink exactly it allows us to like tote things to if we have to go to a space where there's a sink if we happen to have one at the campsite, we can carry everything in it, wash everything in it, do everything with it. Right. It's my best friend. So what's great about it is like, regardless of the situation you're in, mm-hmm. you don't have to waste water washing your dishes. Mm-mm. So you can put everything that needs to be washed into the camp sink and it acts literally like a basket with a handle. It's a basin. And then you go and like put some water in there and mm-hmm. just like 
go for it Scrub and clean the stuff. Adding to that, a sponge of some sort is important. Yes. Let's talk about the times that we've forgotten sponges. I know. <laughs> we, have. we have. So a sponge of some sort, but that is something to definitely take out of your camp gear once you get home. Yep. Because you don't want it to get moldy in your camp gear. A, that would yeah. be a no. I guess you could like put a brush in there that you could sure. like, you know, like reuse over and over again. But I again. would just make sure it's still very dry before it goes back into I like to, to pack things wet and leave it wet I for know. mildew to go around. I know. This is your favorite thing. I know. The category is lighting. Let's talk about lighting. Okay, so flashlights. I'm leave. talking flashlights proper. Yeah, we've left them though. Yeah. Because we have better lighting options. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And those better lighting options are headlamps. Headlamps, which are love Because it. hands freeze, everybody. You get yeah. to just like, if you're, especially if you're playing cards, it's perfect. Headlamps um, are great. Headlamps are great. If, if you're you like to go to the bathroom. Walking to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. Headlamps for the win. Totally. Um, and also a lantern, which was a purchase you made, which was a smart purchase. Yeah. The lantern basically just lives in the tent mm -hmm. and then we'll bring it out sometimes and mm -hmm. put it on the table if we're playing cards yeah imagine a backpacking situation it'd probably just be your headlamps because the lantern yeah. is going to take up extra space exactly so yeah and you also have down here string lights string lights i see string lights at campsites all the time and that's why i wrote it down we have left this we have not brought this with us right but in the world of like i'm trying to like create because like Ambiance. often with the campsite, each pad does not come with any lighting. Yeah. Like you can see perfectly during the day and then it gets dark and it's pitch dark. So the only lighting you have is the lighting you've brought. Yeah. So a lot of times people will string up some like, not like garden string lights, though I have seen that before, but like just tiny, tiny string lights, maybe like, uh, you know, those holiday lights that mm -hmm. could go on a holiday tree or something like mm -hmm. that hung around and they'll like plug them in when they arrive so it's like this is just so that I have some general light here. I feel area. like that's more of like an RV type camper that I've seen that with more than I've seen it as someone that's like on a pad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's just I, I don't. I've see, seen I don't them see occasionally them, on know, pads. Unless you're trying to be romantic with your camping date. I mean and that's fine too. Yeah. I you mean, can turn it into that if you live want. Live your love life. That's right. If your love language is string lights then let then it go be. for it. We've left them. <laughs> right. Next up the category is fire. <laughs> Fire. What I used to burn onto the runway is fire. Mm -hmm. Okay, so firewood. Um, so this is hopefully something that you can either buy at the site or nearby, especially if you're in an area where lots of camping happens. We've all been, I feel like, driving down a road somewhere and have seen like a little like like shelter that's like firewood, five dollars, and it's like you can right. like pick up a like a tote of that and then put the five dollars in the thing. Camp stores, if you're staying at a KOA, have firewood. Or you can just gather in the woods most of the time. So you do not need to bring firewood, I would say. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it so that you can get it locally. Mm -hmm. What about fire starter? Well, 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 well. <laughs> Too many wells. <laughs> so we bought Sweet Start, um, which has been good. And we've enjoyed it. And we will use it till it's done, which we only have a few more bricks of it. But our friends told us of something that works better. That's free. Which is dryer lint. Which is dryer lint. Oh, and does it ever work great? <laughs> right. So, so I think Fire Start will be a complete leave it from now on, and it will be lint for the love. Lint um, for love it. But yeah. just remember, and this is why houses sometimes start on fire, 
Lint is very, very flammable. So please be very careful with your lint. And get it out of your dryer. Right. We store... Well, and also be careful when you're using it to light a fire. Sure. We store it in like a bag or a box um, so it stays dry and so that it is away from the fire. Never hold the lint while you try to light it. That's right. Because it will go up fast. But Mike is the one who always does that because Mike can set his hand on fire and it won't burn him because he's a witch. Well... So I mean, obviously. Things we know. Matches. Yes. Yes. We didn't have matches. Okay, let's talk about the only thing that we had, like, on our very first camping trip. Flint. Which was the what? The flint. The flint, sort and of. The, and the striker. And the striker. Flint and, and striker, which talk is about my police drama. How many gays does it take to start a fire with flint? I took it and I was like, how does this work? Over and over again, trying to figure it out. You then took, I was like, I'm going to the store to buy matches. And you took it and you did figure out how to like get a spark out of it. Yeah, but it was also, it had rained. So we didn't really have anything dry that we could use. So matches for the win. Matches for the win. Matches I mean, I think you love. could probably go with just a lighter and solve all like a stick lighter you would could probably do that. Be, the, be the better of, you know, your options when it comes though, to lighting. Though matches are made of wood, right. so they're going to disintegrate right. back into the and earth. And you don't have plastic. And you don't have to buy the plastic lighter. Right. Exactly. So, right. What about liquid fire starter, like fire fuel? I've never used that. We haven't used that. I guess if you have a situation where there's a grill, it would be a love it for you. But I think we've been able to manage in most of our situations. Yeah. I guess if you know it's going to be really rainy and you want, like, you just need a backup, it's a love it. But for us, it's a leave it. Yeah, yeah. leave it. All right. The category is bathroom. So up first is soap. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Get yourself, like, a soap that you can use on your body. A multi-purpose soap. On your hair and in the and kitchen. And to clean your dishes. <laughs> it is... And make sure that that soap is environmentally friendly. Right. Because you don't want to like kill animals in the area because of the soap you're using. Right. So a Castile soap is the soap for you. Um, And just get yourself some Doc Brahmers. And if you love a pepperminty feel across your body, and believe me, it is a really lovely feeling, then go ahead and get yourself a Doc Brahmers peppermint. It tingles in all the right spots. There you go. (laughs) This is not an ad, Mm -mm. but it could be. It could be. Definitely a love it. Mm -hmm. What about a towel? Yeah, bring yourself a towel. If you can, get yourself a microfiber towel. It will dry fast. This is also great if you're like, I would imagine too, if you are backpack camping and you're like, well, I'm just going to jump in this creek here and wash myself. And then you towel off and then you could probably just hang that off your bag as you're hiking and it will dry relatively yeah. quickly. Well, how did we dry our towels usually? We would h- hang them at the campsite. Like over our camp chairs? Yes. Okay, yes. great. Or if there was like a hook, like some some of the campsites had like posts that had lights on the top of them or something on the top of them. Um, so we would hang them there. Okay. Yes. Great. What I would run around with them a <laughs> until washcloth. they dried. I don't need a washcloth. I don't either. No. Leave it. Leave it. Yeah. Unless you're someone who needs that. Right. Okay, great. And final category is... Miscellanea. Miscellanea. <laughs> miscellanea. Get in here, miscellanea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Up first is bug spray. Love it. Love it. You need gotta it. have it. Gotta have it. Mm-hmm. Not just for the campsite, but for when you are hiking too. Yes. Sunscreen. Love, Love it. it. You should be putting it on That's every day. Right. You Put should. it on your face every day. SPF girls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jonathan Van Ness. Mm-hmm. First, first aid, aid kit. kit. Love, Love it. it. Need it. Mm-hmm. Have one. 
We have, have two. one version of a first aid kit like in a hiking bag and then have one in just for the campsite mm-hmm. in the camp stuff. Mm-hmm. Fly swatter. Leave, Leave it. it. We've never used it. No, no. never. Mm-mm. Batteries. Batteries. Um, it depends on what you might need it for. We've tried to go the route of no batteries, although our lantern does need some batteries. Right. Um, they need like D cell batteries. Yeah, I would. I would say depending. A, yeah. de- a dependable love or leave yeah. um, or dependent love or leave. Yeah. Let's talk about a portable phone charger. Yes. This is a love it thing. We've talked about it in hiking gear. Yes. We love it. If you are not at a site, especially where you have an electrical hookup and you want to be able to like use your phone for photos or what have you have it. It's great. And it works really, really well. We have five of them. Now we now, thanks to Gloria. Gloria. Yep. Thanks to my mom. She got us mm-hmm. four. She got each of us two. Mm-hmm. And so now we have five portable chargers. Mm-hmm. So if you need to charge a phone, just look for us. Just look for us because <laughs> yeah. we're around. We're always going to have around. one. And they are, um, they're solar chargers. Yep. So they, they, you know, get their energy from the sun. Just and then, like Superman. Exactly. Right. Um, let's talk about a multi-use tool. Oh, we totally have one of those. Yes. And we've used it a lot. So many this times. This is a love. This is a love need necessity yes. for us. Yes. Let's talk about garbage bags. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about garbage, garbage bags. bags. We were told that if we couldn't blow up our air mattresses mm. with an air pump Mm-mm. to use a garbage bag Mm-mm. to like Mm-mm. do a little swirl, no. gather some air and then like pump it into there. Um, haven't quite figured that one out yet. Mm-mm. I'm going to need somebody to model that for me. I think me. it's supposed to be like those chairs that are inflatable. You know what I mean? That's the idea where it's like you gather the air and you close it off and then you can sit on it. You've seen these before, right? You're looking oh, at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, no, no, no. I see what you mean. Yes. Really, it's like people running like yeah. with this thing to gather and then right. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, And that's one way to use a garbage bag because if you put saliva inside of that mattress pad, it will, it could mold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finally, hand warmers. So I bought some hand warmers for us to use when we were going to go backpacking. And I think they probably would have been really helpful. Right. But um, until we use them, we haven't yet. So potential love. Sure. Potential love. And with that, let's end this episode with a game. Let's play some before during and after oh, I'm camping ready. edition. Okay, I'm here so for it. So this is all before, during, and after and and before, during, and almost afters sometimes too. This is like a mishmash of before, oh, during, and so after. sometimes it's like before, during, during, after. No, 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 no. There's no... There's no four part, but it's like an almost before, during, and after. You got know it. how like I that got happens it. I got some, it. Yeah. sometimes. And it's all relate... There is one part of it that has a movie inside of it that is deals with camp in some way. Okay, got right? it. Right? Okay, yeah. great. So here we go. There are seven of them. Okay. So for 100. Oh. The phrase that describes parents who hover with a movie about mixed-up twins who torture their stepmother on a camping trip with a secret hole in the floor to hide things or to use as an escape. What is helicopter parent trapdoor? That's correct. Great. For 200. What you would be if you came in from a rainstorm without an umbrella... With an early aughts film where Christopher Maloney is a camp chef who has a relationship with a talking can of beans, with what we hope will be happening in Tokyo this year. What is soaking wet, hot American summer Olympic Games? That's correct. You are on (laughs) fire. (laughs) Great. 
for 300. What Rebecca Black tells us we should do on the last day of the work week with a film set at Camp Crystal Lake with a 90s board game that is the mashup of Clue and Mousetrap. It's Friday the 13th Mockingbird Lane or something like that. No. I can't, I don't know that. The correct answer is gotta get down on Friday the 13th Dead End Drive. 13th Dead End Drive. <laughs> there you there go. You go. Mm-hmm. I was Almost like, before, during, is and it after. Party I know we've talked about yeah. that before. Party and party and yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. <laughs> These are all lyrics from Friday <laughs> that I'm like, yeah, gotta, well, gotta get down on Friday. Mm-hmm. I was like, there was sitting in the front seat, sitting in the back seat. <laughs> I know it's, it's she paid for that song. She was just having a good time. For 400, these rustic alternatives to Lego blocks with this horror film where archetypal teen figures must die on a camping excursion in order to satiate old gods and forestall the apocalypse with the phrase you might ask your high school sweetheart in the spring of your junior or senior year. What is Lincoln Log Cabin in the Would You Go to Prom with Me? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Right. <laughs> As I wheeze my way through the finish there. All right. Um, I think there's actually, oh, God, it's just more than seven. There's a lot here. Ready for the I'm next here. one? I'm here. Yeah, I know. Um, a sweaty evening of passion with someone you just met, but who leaves the next morning, never to be heard from again. With the film where a bunch of boys travel to find a dead body with some well-earned alone time by yourself. What is... <laughs> one night stand by me time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, great. For the next one, because I lost track of what number this is. Great. Um, what Ozzy Osbourne asked us to do at night and what dogs sometimes do naturally with this Wes Anderson film about two children who run away in 1960s Rhode Island that turns the town upside down with this now dead comic actor who starred in both Cannonball Run films and a multitude of Mel Brooks's. It's the Wes Anderson film, right? Mm-hmm. Tilda is in it. And Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman is in Because he's in every Wes and Anderson And so movie. is, he dated Salma Hayek, also forgetting his name. Oh, okay, okay. Ed Norton is in it. Yeah. And Bruce Willis is in it. Mm. Yeah, this is I a tricky I really one. cannot, mm-hmm. I do not know the name of that. It is, what is Bark at the Moonrise Kingdom DeLuise? Oh, I would not have gotten that I know, that that's a tricky one. I should have saved that for last. We've Tom got t- DeLuise? What's Tom that? Tom DeLuise. He's an actor. He's a comic oh, actor. Oh, okay, okay. Um, all right, here's the last two. This former PM of the UK when Bush was president with a steady cam film that afterwards had you nervous if you found your friends standing in the corners of basements with someone who oversees the work the team is doing. What is... Tony Blair, which project manager. That's correct. Very good. And our last clue. This book and film about Christopher McCandle's ill-fated trip to Alaska with a 90s Nickelodeon show that has teams of kids competing against one another with three older kid hosts with a show about kids who run a radio station. I don't know the last one, okay. but I do know. You do know the that last one. Is it? Is the first one Into the Wild. Mm-hmm. Okay, Into the Wild and Crazy Kids. We've talked about this show before. Incorporated. There you go. Okay. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. 
This has been Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. And we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on our show, visit our website, gaze at the National Parks.com. That's gaze, G A Z E. All original artwork featured on Instagram and on our website is by Michael Ryan. All original music is by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording this episode, that we were on the traditional unstolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey. Mm-hmm.